Welcome to the Rogues on the Road podcast, where we talk food, beverage, travel, and everything in between. Welcome to Rogues on the Road. Thanks for joining us for another episode. I'm Rich. I'm Matt. <laughs> sort of today. Wow. You're in, a, you're in a bit of a kerfuffle. I'm definitely in a kerfuffle here. Uh, yeah, welcome. We are on the road, and we are uh, on location at the New York Coffee Festival. Yeah, down. And, and I am like, I'm definitely <laughs> Yeah, I think we've OD'd on coffee. So we've got two guests with us. We've got Mike Love from Coffee Labs in Terrytown. How you guys doing? Very good. At Coffee Guru. It's been a long time in the making. We're super psyched that you're finally on. It has been. Although this isn't about you. No, not at all. <laughs> but it's just not yet. Be here. It will be. <laughs> it will be. Uh, we have another guest, and this is a vendor at the Coffee Festival and comes highly recommended. So we asked her to come in. So Amy from, from Donna. But what is it Donna Beverage? Um, it is, it's just Donna. It, we started as um, Donna Chai, and we were only making a masala chai concentrate. So once we added more products, we dropped the chai. Um, and so it's just Donna. Like Nike, is what I say, although we're not that large. <laughs> and awesome. why Donna? <laughs> yes. Um, I, why not? It's a family name, is what I say. It's a, some, something, a name that was significant to my mother when she was growing up. Oh, perfect. Um, I, it was the first thing I knew about my company when I was going to start this company. Oh, it's going to be called Donna. Uh, not thinking that everyone would call me Donna or ask <laughs> and who's <they> Donna. <laughs> You are Donna. Donna, yep. yep. And do you just do you just kind of go with it? Go with it at this point. Um, it happens a lot in email, which is just, you sure, know, yeah. hi Donna, like and thanks you, Donna. And you just kind of like okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and now we have uh, I got Donna name necklaces made up for our team to wear at events. Oh wow! Just, just so not everyone's so Donna. not everyone's Donna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so before we get into your actual products. You, you're a young entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Can I ask how old you are? I just turned thirty. Wow! Oh, rock you, on. You own your own business, and yes. it sounds like you have a you have employees. You have a team. Yes, yeah, so about eleven. Oh wow! Now. That's pretty significant. Yeah. yeah. And you've been operating how long? Five years. Five years. Five and a half. So I was twenty four when I started. And okay. you're out of Brooklyn, right? Out of Brooklyn. Yes. Good. What was it like? Just okay. I'm going to start my own company. No, 24 and naive, thinking, <laughs> like, you have a false sense of confidence right, when you're young. Right. It's like, I can die, I can start a company. And you're in, Bro- you're in Brooklyn, so you, you, could you just yeah. YouTube it? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Or, th- or the new term, GTS. GTS. Just, yeah, yeah, Google that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and why, so what led you into doing um, what, you do, what you do? Sure, yeah. So it started with just the chai, and the reason why um, was because I was a student at the time. I was going to a lot of cafes, um, and I noticed that everything was locally driven. So the coffee was ro- roasted locally. The milks were from a local dairy farm. The pastries were baked within the city, and everyone was, you know, all these shops were promoting it. Um Every cafe had chai on the menu, but but there wasn't a local option. And there wasn't anything that was higher quality than, you know, the the syrups or the chai that comes in boxes. Um, So I noticed, you know, a a weird gap in in the market, considering it was, you know, it's New York City. How could something not exist? 
Um, <laughs> yeah, really. That's so true. <laughs> if, yeah. you, if you can think of it, you're like, really? Nobody has yeah. thought of this? And yeah. It's Good for you. Yeah, it was weird. And I had never. And so I thought, okay, maybe I can. I, you know, I like, I'm here to do something in food. Um, I can probably figure out how to how to make a masala chai concentrate. So I had had the business idea, then I learned about spices and, and making making the product. What's that process? Like yeah. that's just an it's just a cool <laughs> like okay, I'm gonna make chai concentrate, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna learn about the ingredients, where they're coming from. So and, it, and that's what it sounds like you've got kind of uh, a deep involvement in where your ingredients are coming from. Yes. So how does that all um so we, so, so in order to make the recipes, I'll you know I'll I'll buy the spices or I'll get a sample of the spices, and the first thing I do is steep, you know, the one single spice in so just cinnamon in water, and then I taste it. So like a coffee cup cupping, um, to figure out what the the ingredient tastes like right. alone. Um, and then from that point, um, I can I can build build my drinks, um, and so so it's been five years since starting the company, and finally now we are at the the volume where we can start using single origin spices. Um, what, what exactly is a single origin spice, and why is that something that a consumer would be interested in? So it's the same as coffee mm-hmm. um, or the same as buying uh, a tomato from the farmer's market compared to a conventional tomato. So, so it's better for the, the farmer because there are, um, it's a shorter supply cycle, so less middlemen and the farmer gets a higher wage. Um, and it, is, uh, it means a higher quality crop. So spices are... A crop, just like coffee, most of them are. A lot of them are fruits or roots. Um, like the turmeric is a root. Like ginger, pink peppercorn is a berry. <laughs> uh, juniper is a berry. Things like that. Um, and so, um, there is like our our turmeric is from a, a single farm grown by a single farmer in Nicaragua. And you can taste if you're cupping our turmeric compared to a conventional turmeric, maybe from India, there's a big difference in um, in the quality, the flavor, um, the health benefits. Like uh, the curcumin is the magic compound in turmeric. And um, our turmeric that we brew with has 7.92% curcumin. And mo- most conventional turmeric is like 1% to 2%. Now, as, as a chef, I find that. I mean, crazy because I've worked with spices my whole life. So that's that's pretty impressive. That's and, a, and most consumers are in the dark when it comes to how you know people don't realize that spices have a shelf life. Oh, a hundred percent. There, there are good spices. There are, are spice. You know, a, most of us consume spices that are have very little of what the actual flavor should be like. Which is a shame. So chai is basically a flavored tea, correct? Uh, yes. So ours is a, a black tea base, and okay. then it's steeped with spices. So we use uh, cinnamon, green cardamom, ginger, cloves, and black pepper. Uh, and then and then it's mixed with milk okay. um, for a latte. Okay. That was my confusion. I've had chai tea before, but it's always that's why I had asked earlier. You know where does the where does the dairy mm-hmm. part come in? I didn't realize it starts out almost like a black tea, mm-hmm. um, 
and has that, that's, it starts out like a normal tea. It just doesn't have actual tea leaves in it. It's spices. Is spices. that correct? Yeah, ours has tea. Um, so there's a lot, lot of flexibility with the recipe. So, so a masala chai uh, can have a number of different things in it. Um, and then ours is just what I wanted to make, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so our process is um, we grind the spices fresh. Um, we, uh, and then we steep the tea. And then we steep the spices and everything steeps for um, o- just over an hour. Okay. Um, and and that what that does is create like a really spicy, really full-bodied chai concentrate. Cool. How, how long does it take you to like, okay, this is it? You know, it's, it's very similar. I'm, I'm in the, the kind of spirit industry. It's very similar to making gin. Yeah, right. You mm-hmm. know, it's a lot of getting the painful to get the the right amounts and then tweaking it and like oh god I should back off a little bit on the turmeric or add a little more or maybe it needs you know a spot of ginger mm-hmm. to me that seems like endless frustration um, or is it come fairly easy I love gin <laughs> <laughs> I love gin it's, it's my easy? favorite yeah, me too. it's a similar it's, it's a similar it's process. a similar process yeah with um. Juniper. Correct. Juniper. Okay. Gin is typically juniper and coriander. Yeah. Um, and then very, very, I mean, compared to the ratios, very small amounts of other botanicals. But there's a limitless amount of mm-hmm. spices and botanicals. Yeah. And then if you go to regions, there's all those local spices and botanicals that you haven't even heard of. And you're like, wow, what if I had this? So mm-hmm. does cool. that, yes. you love doing that. Like, yes. Yes, I love making the recipes. Um, and how do you know when you have it dialed in? Like, this is it. Is it literally just... Whenever you, whenever you like it. Yeah. When I like it, yep. yeah. I would say the Am same. I overcomplicating this? Yes. <laughs> I would say the same thing that you do. How do you know yeah. when the gin is right? You have to trust your own paleo, I guess. So I have to, I have to walk away from it over like at least a week amount of time and come back to it, taste it, come back to it, taste it, and try and hope to God that you have, you can at least isolate one or two of the botanicals that you either need to increase, decrease, take right, out. Right. Um, because if you get For more, every, if, you get, if, you, if you over botanicalize or over spice something, you lose it's, something hard, else. it's hard to yeah. figure out what, what did the, it? What, the, what, what did it? And as right. a chef, yeah. As a chef, you can. I'm 100%. sure you can. Yeah. So and chai tea seems like, and especially when you're doing it in a bulk yeah. situation, like how big of a, how big is your? Um, well, so when we're testing recipes, when we're creating uh, new products, um, I start with one gallon batches, and that's how I make the recipe. Um, but then when you scale up, it changes. So we go from one gallon to. 35 gallons from 35 gallons we'll adjust it and then we'll try um a half our standard batch um and our standard batch size is 500 gallons so we'll do like 200 gallons or something like that um and then we'll adjust and then we'll do a big one um and we can, so after we, after we filter our products, that's when we, um, and then add sugar, that's when we taste test. So 
if there's something wrong at that point, if we're like, where's the cinnamon? There's not enough cinnamon. We can then add some cinnamon yeah. and continue steeping. But it doesn't seem like you panic at any point. You seem very cool, calm, and collected. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> that would be all the chai tea you've been drinking. Yeah. So I, I, I have a question. I mean, is the facility that you make everything, is it more on the lines of like a brewery? That's You're what talking about 500-gallon mm-hmm. batches right. here. It sounds like a wonderful brewery with, yeah. with, with stainless steel That's vats exactly and like a thinking. mash tun and the smell of chai tea and little people... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little masala chai tea people little, little chai tea creators with yeah. costumes um, it is, so it's custom it's custom machinery built by um, two guys in Oregon who do who work with a lot of uh, breweries and distilleries so they're um, they're two identical um, uh, 500 gallon tanks that have false bottoms that help us catch some of the spices um, and they have agitators, temperature controls, and then there it's like triple filtered through right. um, through mm. different filter uh, presses, filter housing, okay. ho- housing units, um, okay. like the skinny, yep, narrow, the mm-hmm. skinny tall ones. Yep. Um, yeah. And so steam, steam driven. Um, steam. Right now, where they are steam jacketed, uh, it costs a lot to build out a boiler room. In New York City, and then you need a separate room for it, and so we looked into that. That was going to cost us like over a hundred thousand dollars. We're like, mm. we're a startup. Yeah. Uh, right. So, so right now we're using electric okay. to heat. And what um, are you in a uh, commercial space, like an old um, factory? What what is how um, how big is? I would love to come there. Yeah. You is should. it open to the public? Um. We're always open. We don't have retail. It's not very pretty. It's definitely a warehouse. Industrial. Yeah, it's fun, though. Um, It is 5,500 square feet. Okay. That's a pretty decent space. It's packed. Yeah, it's packed. And where'd you get your tea from? Uh, The tea is an organic holy flax from China, from a a farm in the Hunan region. That's something I don't know. I know more about spices than tea, so it's... That was my next project. Go for it. Is turmeric, what other spices do you single source? So um, this year, what year are we in? 2019? 19. Sure. Still 19. Yeah, yeah, we're still 19. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long year. <laughs> this, we're still there. Yeah. So this was our first year where we had the growth and the connections to start um, direct sourcing spices. So I, our goal was to transfer two of our spices over to single origin, um, and right and right now we're at I think six, which has been really really rewarding. So oh. our our turmeric, um, our black pepper is from uh, Zanzibar, uh, Tanzania, and that's grown by um, a collective of farmers, um, and it's so much better than conventional turmeric. I've switched my kitchen over to this pepper. Um, it was left on the pepper grows on a vine, and it was left on the vine longer hmm. um, to ripen than conventional pepper. So it's a uh, fruitier. Oh pepper. wow! Um, our allspice, which is used in our turmeric concentrate, is single origin from Guatemala. Um, then our fennel, which uh, is is from Egypt, um, and that's in a future. Uh, 
line of products that's launching in January. Oh, wow. I think we have a, and then a mint too, a single origin from Turkey. So stay tuned. Yes, yes. I, I would love to do a single origin cinnamon from Vietnam. That's cool. Yeah. See, for me, being one of Donna's clients uh-huh. and users, I, I find it fascinating. And for me to, to have another supplier as well as some of my tea suppliers, but have a, a chai supplier that is direct sourcing. And direct sourcing with six different ingredients in five years is huge. Because from when I was direct sourcing, it took a lot longer to find my coffee relationships. Right. So I'm, and that's just impressive. And as one of your customers, I mean, I can't even say enough about the product. It flies out of a shop, as you know, you don't from have orders. To be nice. <laughs> And I'm not really a chai drinker, so. Yeah, you know, and when you try this. Try this? When you chai this. Chai try? This, when uh, you chai I, this I chai. I saw what you did there. Thank you. <laughs> the chai jokes. Oh, just begun. <laughs> um, when you try this chai, it's, it's noticeable the difference between, uh, you know, a decent chai tea and uh, yours. It's significant. The spices are much more much more present and have a much greater uh, what's the word it's not just one dimensional it, it's, it's got an experience it's a multi-dimensional yeah, yeah. complex nuance yeah. of flavors yeah and you must that was good, that was good. and I you like must that. feel pretty good because you're seeing more and more retail shops coffee shops whatever it may be food whatever industry it is are really looking and are working hard to know where their ingredients are coming from. And it takes a lot more work on your side because what you were saying before, the, su- the, su- the su- supply side is not always because they're smaller mm-hmm. vendors. So it right. takes more work for you to make sure that you have a consistent supply of spices. And it's price prohibitive. Ah. And yeah. is, that, is that one of the biggest, biggest challenges? challenges? Um, yes, yes, actually. So the reason why we couldn't buy single origin turmeric three years ago, um, well, we didn't have the connections to be able to. We didn't know who in the in the U.S. was you know was sourcing this. Um, but the reason was price, commodity. You know, turmeric is far more affordable, and that's a challenge. And that's a challenge. So we so now we do pay more for our. our the single origin spices, um, but we have we're higher volume now, so so we have a little bit more buying power, so we can buy larger and and spend a little bit less huh? while still giving more of that uh, of every dollar we spend to the farmer instead of the the middleman. And that's gonna feel pretty good. It's it's fun. I have something. I, I have something to talk about. Something that I really right. care about. Well, that's it. You care about it, and it, there's moral and ethical mm-hmm. parts to this, and and that is what a lot of young entrepreneurs are doing. Are doing, yeah. And you guys also do a line of sodas, so we see. Yes. We so, oh, real quick. So you got the three chai types. Sorry. What are the three chai? Um, the three. Two. 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 We have a masala chai concentrate and yep. then a turmeric concentrate. And turmeric comp. And then you had the sodas the that three, you brought. Three different sodas, which yes. we tried, and are delicious. Yeah, so we made up a thing called Spice Sodas. Where did that brainstorm come from? Donna. Um, 
Donna, yeah. Donna. Donna's the brain, she the brain is. child of it all. You just keep her locked away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was making the recipe for the turmeric concentrate, I came across pink peppercorn, um, and so I was going through my process, and I was steeping the pink peppercorn alone in water, and I tasted it, and it's it's fruity, it's incredible, it's different. I'm like, this has to be a soda. Like, put lemon with that, done. Um, and so that's what I did. It started with the pink peppercorn, um, and then I wanted to do another turmeric product because there were so... There were, or there are, so many um, turmeric products on the market, mm. but I, not many people are making turmeric taste great. Um, so, so we made a turmeric honey bush, and that has orange and black pepper. And then the third flavor is a juniper lime with chamomile and elderflower. Oh, gin. We had gin. that. Yeah. Gin. We had, we had that. Yeah. I feel like this is, you know, you, I'm, I'm gonna, your sodas are going to end up meeting, like, late at night. Mm-hmm. This you know nice bottle of something. They're gonna get together, mm-hmm. go out on a date. <laughs> it will pro- it will progress, and then they will have children. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a huge market now for ready to drink cocktails. Yes, that is true. And Are gin you, goes in all three of them yeah. really well. Yeah, and I was surprised when I had the juniper lime. I, like I would do that with with rum and gin, mm-hmm. and those are you wouldn't. A cocktail you'd have for gin, you wouldn't typically have with rum, and that yeah. it, I think would go really well. Definitely right. lends itself to both. Yeah, mm-hmm. to you, be tried. I know. Do you have uh, any ambitions to do ready-to-drink cocktails? Um, In the industry, we call them RTDs. 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 Um, not yet. Uh, I would imagine we would have to go through a lot more. Yeah. Uh, different regulations mm-hmm. than we currently do um but that would be amazing maybe we could find a partner who could help us uh navigate that and you might have if, just if found we knew one. someone wow somebody at this table may know somebody <laughs> no <laughs> wow well great uh, yeah there's my answer okay we'll uh, we'll chat we'll come back to that yeah <laughs> so what are your long-term plans uh, keep on growing mm-hmm. um, to emerge from the startup phase and to feel um, like things are just operating with with systems in place. Um, we're in a fun, we're in a very exciting place where we're starting to figure things out. We have our manufacturing um, pretty systems based at this point right. and right. then we're growing our team. I don't know yet. It's still very chaotic in my head, but that's fun. But um, we're launching another line of um, spice-based beverages in January, um, and that will also be an RTD, uh, no alcohol though. Um, and then after that, you know, the world's your oyster. Yeah. And where's where's the uh, product available right now? Um. So we sell all of our products on our website and Amazon. Um. And then we work with a ton of uh, most of our yeah. So uh, coffee, coffee coffee labs. labs. Who? Uh, <laughs> our favorite account is Coffee Labs in, in Terrytown. Terrytown. Labs like the I've dog. I've heard of that place. <laughs> Pretty cool place. Okay. <laughs> to be visited. Yeah, we're allowed to say that. Yes. Yeah. We, we just can't say Delta Airlines. 
<laughs> or food and beverage. Or food and beverage. Shit. Right. All right. <laughs> so uh, Amazon, Donna. Um, just we can go on and get it. Don, yes. Okay. And it's uh, Donna, D O N A, not yes. double N. And it's, it might be under Drink Donna. Our website is drinkdonna.com. Okay. Good. Drinkdonna.com. And you're planning, do you distribute outside um, that? territory at this point are you going into other states we do so we have um distribution uh, we ship nationally but then we have you know on the ground distribution um locally um in uh la in chicago and boston those are good markets yeah, yeah you also have really cool branding it's oh, very you. simple and to uh, the point. clean um and stands out yep. thank you uh, this festival is very big and very, it's like a sensory overload. <laughs> so all, we, all these shows are. <laughs> yeah, they are. And we'll talk <laughs> about that, but uh, it, you, in, a, in a sea of many, of mostly coffee and coffee products with some teas in there, you definitely stand out. So bravo. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's nice to have a break from coffee. Yeah, I'm starting to come down a little bit. Oh, you're high. <laughs> yeah, I was jeery. No, it took it took about ten <laughs> tries to like start this podcast. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> we'll have everybody in. Well, with that said, thank you, thank, thank you for coming, you. thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll be sure to look out for you and see your company grow. It's really cool to see, you know, somebody that's thirty years old start a business that actually starting a business at thirty. Meanwhile, you actually started at twenty four. And, and have national accounts. Right. I mean, that's... Right. Yeah. Congrats. That's, that's huge. Yeah. That's amazing. See? Thank you. You don't have to, as a former school teacher, you don't have to be a doctor, a lawyer, or a business person. You can you can own your own business. It's yeah. okay. So. And check her out on drinkdonna.com. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Thanks well, very much. Note, thank you so much. And we will see you at the next episode. Cheers. Thanks for stopping by and listening in. Check us out as well as other great podcasts at Food and Beverage Magazine's Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And remember to eat, imbibe, and dream. See you next show.